uh, are done uh, in Singapore side uh, since in the uh, lunar calendar is the ghost month. So uh, maybe uh, is it possible to talk about the ghost month, the, about the, the ghost, something like that? So in the time of the Buddha, uh, there was uh, in Raj Rajakir where, where King Bimbisara lived, uh, in the palace, in his palace, uh, at one night there was uh, a very, let's say, loud noise in the form of a, uh, in the form of a ghost or a, a spirit. Uh, I was making a lot of noise so that you know everyone in the palace could hear uh, this noise. And so King Bimbisara uh, heard, uh, got a bit worried, uh, scared, and worried about his wealth. He thought that. Uh, maybe there's some ghosts or spirits coming to take uh, his his wealth. So he he went to see the Buddha. Uh, he went to see the Buddha and told told him that uh, there was this these sounds and this uh, spirit in in the palace, and uh, he was very worried about his his wealth. Uh, the Buddha answered that uh, you don't have to be worried about your wealth. Uh, this spirit ha- means no danger to uh, to you or to your wealth, uh, it is uh, just a, a hungry ghost uh, that has passed uh, away long, long time ago, and now is born uh, in this time as a as a hungry ghost, and is wanting uh, merit uh, from you, from you. Uh, the Buddha said that in a past life, a uh, very long time ago, in the time of a past Buddha. King Bimbisara had a relative who who passed away, and uh, when they passed away, they didn't have a lot of merit, and so they had no relatives who would uh, offer or to share merits with them, and so they were born in the state of this hungry ghost. And so uh, the Buddha at that time said that uh, to this, this hungry ghost or this relative of King Bimbisara that you'll have to wait Till uh, the future Buddha's uh, life lifetime, before uh, your relative uh, King Bimbisara will uh, give and spread to you merits, and so that you may re- be reborn out of this state into a better state. And so, this uh, the sounds that King Bimbisara was hearing was simply from uh, the this uh, hungry ghost who was. Uh, who hadn't received this merit from uh, King Bimbisara. And so uh, on that occasion, King Bimbisara uh, offered dana, uh, offer robes, offer, sorry, offered robes to the Buddha, and uh, he spread this merit that uh, he made to, to his relative, to the hungry ghost. And uh, because of this merit, this uh, hungry ghost was able to be reborn as uh, a devada or a heavenly being in a place of, of happiness. And so in Buddhism, we have this uh, giving of or sharing of merits. And so there's different uh, opportunities and different beliefs uh, that at, at different times of, of the year, uh, the, the hungry ghosts or the ghosts will, will come to receive merits. And so this is basically an opportunity for, for us to, uh, to remember to share merits and to make merits. But for the hungry ghosts, they need to be in a state where they're able to receive uh, this this merit. 
if uh, they're in a place of a lot of suffering, then they're unable to receive the merit, no matter uh, how much the, the, their loved ones uh, share with them. So this mind of ours, uh, the, its its wealth that it has is is related to to this body. Uh, you know, when we have uh, goodness, when we have morality, you know, this becomes our our wealth, our wealth for the mind. And so, uh, the for the devotees, uh for the heavenly beings, uh, you know, if they, you know, uh, if they have this, then they they later on they can be reborn as a human. So it's, it's something that's not difficult. Uh, but for an animal, uh, in the animal realm or in uh, the lower realms, uh, the lower realms of suffering, uh, it's very difficult to, to get out of that, that state and to be born uh, again as a human being. That's something very difficult. And so, uh, you know, now we're very fortunate to, to be humans, uh, but the most important thing is to make sure that our minds are, are, are humans as well. Uh, and so we can see in this world that there's many, uh, many human beings. Uh, the population is increasing. Uh, but, you know, why is it that Buddhism, uh, the people practicing, is, is such a small percentage of this? Uh, it's because the, the minds uh, that are truly human, uh, you know, this, this is uh, really decreasing in terms of uh, the population. Uh, and so there's many uh, people who are, you know, even though they have a human body, their, their minds are really in the state of uh, the animal realm or uh, the lower realms, such as the hell, hell realms. Uh, and, and that's because they don't have uh, a base of sila or morality. And this results in the world being uh, a place of a lot more chaos, a lot more disturbance. Uh, because people's minds aren't at the level of, of the humans. And so this mind is, is the leader, the leader of all things. Uh, uh, you know, the, the mind is, is the most important thing. And so uh, this heaven, this hell, it, it all resides uh, in the mind. Uh, so being a human being, uh, being, uh, of, a being of a higher state, or one of Nibbana, of enlightenment, the ones who's got rid of the mental defilements, uh, this all is within the mind, all within our own minds. So uh, in this world, when uh, relatives pass away, uh, they, they are born in a state where, where uh, they're a, a spirit, and they, they, sorry, they may be born in a state where they're still a spirit, uh, they haven't been reborn again as a, as a human or another being. And so they're in a state of uh, a lot of suffering. And uh, also they don't have anyone that uh, will uh, make merits and share these merits to them. Uh, and so we're very lucky that uh, in Buddhism uh, that the, the Buddha, the Lord Buddha, he, he saw the truth, he knew uh, how uh, things were. And so uh, he taught uh, King Bimbisara the proper way to, uh, to make merits and to share them. And so King Bimbisara is a, is a good example uh, for us, uh, the way that he uh, would make merits and share them to the, the deceased or to his relatives. And so they would receive these merits and uh, they would gain uh, happiness, uh, comfort, 
sense of well-being from these, uh, these merits that have been shared with them. And so even if uh, they're not relatives, uh, you know, we can still have uh, thoughts and acts of uh, kindness towards them. Uh, you know, we, if they're passed away, then we can spread uh, metta, loving-kindness to them, share merits with them, and so they as well will uh, increase in the level of uh, you know, happiness and, and well-being. Uh, and, and so then when they're uh, in a better state, then they as well are able to, to make merits for themselves. So the, the Buddha, uh, our Lord Buddha, uh, he said that uh, the human realm is real, the heavenly realms are real, the lower realms are real, uh, the higher Brahma God realms are real, and uh, also uh, Nibbana uh, is also real. And so this, uh, you know, there's a story in the time of uh, Wat Nong Papong, the, the head monastery of of of, uh, of Ajahn Chah, uh, there was this spirit who resided in this uh, uh, the forest where Wat Nong Papong was to be built. And uh, whoever would come in there and, and cut down any trees, uh, they would get sick, uh, you know, mysteriously. And so this, uh, <clears throat> this spirit that haunted this, the, the forest around Wat Nong Papong, or, or the then Wat Nong Papong, I'm sorry, the to be Wanompapong. Uh, he he had killed uh, a buffalo in his his uh, life uh, and had had died after. Uh, and his his, his name uh, was Dab. Uh, and you know whoever came here and and did so, he was born in a state of a hungry ghost uh, in that in that uh, forest of around Wanompapong. And so whoever would do evil. Uh, in this district, in this area, uh, would would run into different problems. And so when Ajahn Chah came there to practice, uh, you know, Dab, this the the one who the ghost who is looking after this forest, uh, gave it to uh, Ajahn Chah for him to make a monastery and to uh, practice there and to have a a, a monk or a group of monks to to practice there. And so Ajahn Chah would say that uh, Dab, this ghost, you know, he would also come and, and practice. Uh, he would ordain as a, a pakao, or a, a white-robed, uh, eight-precept uh, follower, and he would uh, also follow all the uh, routine or the schedule of, of the monks. And so he would, uh, you know, follow with the chanting, the morning and evening chanting, uh, practice just like the monks, and he wouldn't miss any any of the, or he'd try not to miss any of the the morning and evening chantings. You know, but later on, Dab came to to Ajahn Chah and said that, oh, I, uh, you know, I, I have to, uh, you know, give up being a, a anagarika or a white-robed uh, follower because uh, I I just can't keep up with the monks here. You know, the monks here they don't miss any morning and evening chanting. Uh, their, their practice is, is so good, I can't keep up, so I want to like, uh, sort of step back away from being an Anikarika. <clears throat> and so Ajahn Chah said that oh, the monks here practice so well that even the, the ghost uh, you know, can't keep up with them. Uh, you know, he can't beat the monks at, at Wat Nong <clears throat> And for myself, I, when I was practicing, uh, I practiced in a, in a cemetery. Uh, it was called Wat Nong Gao. 
uh, and there there was also uh, a, there was also a case where there was a, a ghost. Uh, there was once where sorry when I was practicing there for for a month, uh, a girl had just died there. She fell into uh, the the water and and drowned there. I guess it was a lake or, or a dam. Uh, and uh, later on, after I was practicing, uh, two people came uh, deep into this, this cemetery uh, out of nowhere, and they came to offer me uh, a, a Coke, a very, uh, ice, ice cold Coke. And so I had this doubt, you know, how did they know to come and offer uh, some drinks to, to me? You know, no one knew I was there or, or I was very deep in the forest. And so they, they uh, upon asking them, they said, oh, the, the girl that had just died here, uh, she came to us in a dream and she told them that there was a monk practicing in the cemetery and that they should go and offer uh, drinks uh, to, to this monk. And so they went. And so I had no doubt that there was a ghost in that, in that, in that place. And so this, this time of uh, this, this Chinese tradition of, of sharing, uh, you know, the Chinese tradition when it's said, it is said that the ghosts come out uh, uh, this period of, of a month, and this is when we should uh, make merits and share it with our, our relatives, uh, deceased relatives, and even those who, uh, that aren't our relatives, you know, we should also uh, make merits and share it to them and so that they can receive it as well. And so therefore, if uh, the beings who, who die from the, the human realms and are reborn as a, uh, in the lower realms, uh, you know, their minds are in a state of a lot of suffering. And so they have to wait for you know, their relatives or for others to come and uh, you know, share and offer merits to them. So it's something that's, that's very difficult. You know, they've got to wait for, for that merit. Uh, and it's just like the story of King Bimbisara's relative. You know, he had to wait for uh, King Bimbisara to, to share merits with them before that they could receive it and be reborn in a better state. So for all of you uh, in this life, uh, you have a very good chance uh, at, at uh, developing merit. Uh, you all have uh, this, this uh, like and... Uh, willingness to practice by the Dhamma uh, and you're able to develop your minds as uh, human beings. So it's not just your body that are human beings, but also your minds are. And that's something that's, that's very difficult. <clears throat> and so you also have a lot of faith in the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. And so all of you should uh, keep this faith, keep building up this faith in the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. Uh, and so, you know, you do this by coming here, uh, practicing your, your chanting, uh, recollecting the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, you know, here each Friday. Uh, you, you chant uh, in your house on other days. You practice your, your meditation. Uh, you try to, to do it every day. Uh, and throughout the day, you try to develop this quality of mindfulness and awareness and this is what we call practicing uh, the Noble Eightfold Path. And so by practicing this, uh, our, the state and the level of our minds will slowly uh, develop uh, and increase and get better. And so our minds will be uh, past the level of the human and to uh, the state of a, 
heavenly being. So when you develop goodness, uh, we, pract- we, we first start by developing generosity. And so when we develop generosity, uh, we practice by giving uh, material things, material benefits to, to others. Uh, but there's also the aspect of generosity, which we call uh, forgiveness. And so when others make you angry, upset, or have ill will towards you, uh, you forgive them. Uh, you have no, no anger, no ill will towards them uh, in return. And so all of you practice by you know, keeping the five precepts, developing morality, uh, cultivating the mind, practicing chanting, developing faith. Uh, these are all forms of making merit. Uh, and so when you've made this uh, merit, then uh, you know, share this with your, your relatives who have uh, departed. Uh, you try to practice this each day, uh, not just only when uh, it becomes time for this uh, festival uh, in the Chinese tradition or the Thai tradition, uh, but it's something you do each day. Uh, you can practice this towards your departed relatives, uh, departed friends, and also to all beings. And in this way, our own merits will also uh, increase steadily. Steadily, It's as if... Uh, we have a so it's as if we have a, a candle, uh, a lit candle, and we, we pass it on to others who have also uh, candles that aren't lit yet, and so we pass this brightness on to others. Uh, and this is the way that we, we spread the merits that we have. Our brightness passes on to others. Uh, and in this way, uh, even those who are born in a heavenly uh, realm, uh, when they see the good actions uh, that we're doing, they anumotana, they, they uh, rejoice in all the goodness that we make. And so uh, it helps them and helps us as well. Uh, even when we're practicing uh, in the forest, uh, developing the mind, chanting, uh, the, this uh, becomes a source for the heavenly beings to rejoice uh, in our practice, in our goodness, but it's also a way that uh, we develop this, this happiness and goodness within ourselves. And, uh, and rejoices in all the goodness and the merit that you've made by, by coming today to listening to the Dhamma, uh, practicing goodness. And uh, after the, at the end of the session, uh, before we end, uh, we'll have a chance to, to spread all the merits that you've made to these departed relatives, to uh, those in need, uh, so that we can we can all practice this. And so we'll open the session for questions and answers now. First question is: How can we be less blaming on ourselves for not being good in doing something? For example, like failure in business. You have to practice at not, not blaming yourself in, in different types of uh, failures. Uh, you know, if there's things that you, yeah, if, you, if you don't do well, you know, don't, don't blame yourself. Uh, this is what we call not having uh, love or not having metta for oneself. Uh, instead, uh, you're developing ill will for yourself or for your actions. Uh, and so this in result, 
uh, increases your own suffering uh, that you're already experiencing from, from this, uh, this, this failure. And so, you know, if it can be helped, then, then try to uh, keep putting forth effort. For instance, if it's a business, you know, you have to have the, the effort, the wiriya, to, to keep at it and to try to succeed at it. Uh, you know, but don't blame yourself uh, you know, if there's obstacles or, or you know, failures. And also try not to, to give up uh, on these things too easily. Thank you, Ajahn. Um, can we ask the second question? Yes. The second question is, how shall we prepare ourselves and others in the last moment before death if, uh, uh, if we or the others are not good in meditation and during the last moment, there's always uh, all uh, negative thoughts arising. How can we more prepare ourselves? Like, for example, the last moment, there's always all negative thoughts right arising. How can we, you know, uh, Yes, this is something that you have to be very careful of. Uh, you may have made a lot of merits uh, in the past, uh, but at, if at the moment of, of death, uh, the mind is in a lower uh, state, a negative, depressed state, uh, then yes, it can be born in, in you know, the lower realms or, or, uh, of, of suffering. And so it's just as if uh, we have a, a group, uh, sorry, a, a herd of oxen. Uh, so if, oh sorry, of cows. And so if the, in the middle, if there's all the strong uh, cows right in the middle of this herd or of this pack, uh, and uh, around the outside, there's only the very weaker uh, cows. Uh, then, if we open the door on the outside uh, to this, uh, to where they're staying, uh, then all the weak uh, cows will come out first. Uh, we yeah. Okay, so so all the weak cows will come out first, and this is the same when if we uh, have made a lot of merits, uh, it's a, it's like the strong cows in the middle, uh, but if at the time of death, then it's only the weak uh, cows around, then uh, a weak state of mind, then the mind has an opportunity to, 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 to be born in a state of, of suffering or in an in a, uh, unwanted uh, realm. Uh, but the opposite is also the same as well. Uh, if all the, the weak cows are in the middle and all the strong cows are outside, it's just as if uh, someone who hasn't made uh, much goodness throughout their life, uh, but upon the last moment before their death, uh, they they practice goodness or they can recollect uh, goodness, uh, improve the state of their minds in that moment, uh, then yes, they're able to be born in a heavenly realm or a realm of happiness. Uh, but when that merit uh, or karma has, has finished, uh, then they will, of course, be born in a, in a lower realm according to the results of their past uh, negative or evil karma uh, or actions. Uh, and so we all have to practice uh, now uh, in this life. And so when there's feelings of, or moods, feelings or moods of anger arising, 
then we have to bring up mindfulness and awareness in that, at that time that uh, you know, we could die at this moment. Uh, so we don't wish for an a unwholesome or state or a, a bad birth. Uh, and so we have to say we don't want this anger, you know, put it down, get rid of it. Uh, or the same as when uh, craving or when or greed, sorry, when, when greed arises, you know, we could, should also think that uh, we can die in this state and, uh, you know, we don't want that. And so we want to get rid of these, these negative emotions and, and moods. Uh, to stay with our meditation object, uh, to stay with the Buddha, is something that's much more better uh, to do. Uh, and so the same as if we have a lot of attachment, a lot of self, uh, we hold on to things too tightly. Uh, for instance, if we hold on to different uh, objects, you know, our body or, or things outside us uh, too much, it's just the same that we, we're clinging on to, to the four elements uh, you know, of nature too much. And uh, this brings the state of our minds uh, down. And so when these uh, negative moods of uh, greed, anger or delusion arise, then we have to bring up mindfulness at that time and try to, to let them go uh, and, and we don't uh, want to, to keep them in the mind. So before you sleep, uh, you should recollect your meditation object, uh, try to make your minds in a good state, a state of happiness, a state of uh, you know, inner, inner happiness. And also when you wake up the next day, uh, try to determine that you're not going to have any feelings of anger or ill will for other people. Uh, you'll have uh, mindfulness uh, through each moment uh, and this will slowly improve the state of your minds and uh, also one day allow you to, to see the Dhamma. And so you're practicing uh, now and by, by training in this way, uh, you're able to, to develop and improve your minds uh, to a higher state. Jimmy. I like to ask about right speech because I find that I always say things that I shouldn't say and after that I find that I should not have said and I got um, like overtaken by anger. So the first thing you have to do when you have these feelings of uh, anger arise is to endure them. Uh, to, to bear them without uh, speaking. Uh, if you have anger and you speak things that are uh, unwholesome you know, or, or to, you know, to, to other people, then this is not sama waja but, but micha waja, which is wrong speech. And so you'll notice that at, in this state, the mind is very hot and bothered uh, so the first thing to do is you know, to bear it and then to, to wait till the mind uh, or to help make the mind uh, more cool and, and peaceful first. Uh, it's able to put, put down that, that feeling of anger uh, and then you can speak to, to others about whatever it is, uh, uh, is the issue. And so you'll notice that you know, whenever you speak, uh, when you have these negative moods, uh, there'll always be problems. It, it will always be a cause for, for problems uh, for you and others. Okay. 
what is the right attitude for offering dana? So before the act of uh, giving, you have to make your mind in a, in a good state, in a very bright and wholesome state. Uh, you know, think to yourself that you're doing this uh, practice of generosity uh, to, to help others, to help in their well-being and happiness, uh, but also it's something that the Buddha taught us to do and to practice and to develop. Uh, and so if you're giving to, offering to monks, then uh, you can have that thought before that you know, these offerings are for the, the monks to, to keep practicing the, the Dhamma. And so before the act of giving, you have to uh, develop good thoughts and so your mind is in a, in a, a happier and more wholesome state. Uh, and while you're doing the act of generosity, act of giving, uh, you know, recollect the Buddha Dhamma Sangha uh, during that, that act. Uh, it's uh, a good thing that you're doing. It's uh, developing goodness. Uh, it's an act of generosity. Uh, and so keep that uh, within your mind. Uh, but also after you've done that act of generosity, uh, you know, keep that uh, feeling, the good feeling or wholesome feeling uh, within the mind uh, even, even after you've, you've, you've given. And so this is how you increase and maximize the merit that you make uh, from giving, from generosity. Uh, and also others who benefit from your act of generosity also become happier uh, and, uh, and increase their state of well-being. Thank you, Ajahn. So just uh, one last question uh, from my side. Uh, let's say when we practice uh, metta meditation, uh, before we radiate the metta, uh, we have to uh, so-called uh, generate the loving kindness in ourselves. Uh, for myself, uh, I love dogs. So I don't know if I can uh, so-called uh, imagine uh, so-called generate this uh, loving kindness through, through my love for dogs. Is it okay? So of course you have to develop metta, uh, loving kindness for yourself first. Uh, if there's no you, who's going to feed the dogs? Who's going to look after the dogs? Uh, so when we develop this metta, you have to help yourself first and so that you can help others. Uh, so if you have uh, you know, happiness and well-being first, then uh, you're able to, to buy you know, food and, and uh, yeah, food for the dogs and look after them. So you need you first before others. Uh, so a story related to this is when the Buddha was still practicing, uh, he, he was a, a Buddha-to-be or a Bodhisattva, uh, in that lifetime, he was born as a as a rasi, is like a hermit or a what do you call it? An unordained uh, person seeking you know seeking peace and and practicing in the forest. And so, uh, at that time, uh, the Buddha to be, he had a lot of followers, uh, and he was up on a, a higher platform 
and at the bottom of this uh, uh, gorge, there was a, a lion, uh, and it, it was uh, starving, and it had it was surrounded by its baby cubs, and uh, the lion couldn't get out of this gorge, uh, and so couldn't feed itself, and was was going to die of starvation, uh, and so the Bodhisattva. Uh, told his disciples to, to, to go somewhere else and he instead threw himself into that gorge so that the uh, lion wouldn't need to eat its baby cubs. And so this is uh, another form or a very high form of uh, accumulating merit. Uh, it's developing uh, spiritual merits which we call parami. And so the Buddha-to-be sacrificed his own life in order that uh, the, the mother lion wouldn't need to eat uh, its own cubs. And so this act of sacrifice and generosity to the extent of giving up one's life uh, was for the purpose that the Buddha would, or Buddha-to-be would quickly attain to perfect his spiritual merits and to become a Buddha in the future. They can uh, have an opportunity now to, to spread metta, uh, metta to all the all beings and uh, you know just for a few minutes and then we'll uh, finish the session uh, with the ending, a closing homage to the Buddha, Dhamma Sangha. Thank you, Tanjan. Yeah. yeah, welcome, welcome. <laughs>